So hello and welcome to episode two, the difficult second album, as I'm coining it. Uh, uh, chat between myself, Damo, and my favourite tennis partner, Mark. Mm. Even after this morning's tennis. Yeah, you're still my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> and only. <laughs> yeah. Uh, chat around the subjects of health, wealth, well-being, fitness, sport, conspiracy, colours of coffee mugs, leaving money in people's dinner, that kind of thing. In short, it's a poke at our perfectly imperfect lives, and if we can make just one person feel like they're not alone in all this madness, then our work here is done. So coming up, we've got warm-up and stretch and how to start a podcast. We've got work-life ballet, which we're going to be dipping a toe into work-life balance itself, and a section we didn't get to in our first episode, which was drop and give me 20, uh, and we talk about losing muscle mass with age. An we intro do. too. We do. It's so big. Today will be a dip, as you say, yeah. but it is an important thing to look at. Uh, so, how you doing? All right. I've seen you this morning. I'm great. It's now evening. Yeah, I'm great. Good evening. Setting the scene. I was able to say to you my normal greeting. How come you're late? <laughs> yeah, for your session <laughs> I was actually wasn't. Yeah, I? three minutes. Which is rare for you. It's rare for you. It's not bad, right? It's very interesting, and for any of my clients that are listening, um, you can be defined by the time you turn up. So the people that are four minutes late are always four minutes late, uh-huh. and the people that are ten minutes early are always ten minutes early. It's, so they're always on time, just their time. Yes, if there's a consistency <laughs> it's not the time in there. you both agreed to. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is interesting. It's like, and it's like tonight, I said I'd be here at nine, because we're now doing an evening, late evening, the John Peel hour, and uh, <laughs> yeah. I get here at half nine. But but that's Bradley Stokes. Park. That's Bradley Stokes car um, car park. <laughs> it like is sometimes. It. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm good. I'm good. And how are you? I'm right. Good. Didn't sleep well. Mm-hmm. That's why my tennis was so poor. Okay. This morning. That's what I'm putting it down to. Yeah. Um, but I've just realised before I came, just to try and to set the bit of the scene. We are in my front room, which was my kind of lockdown office for a while which mm-hmm. we might cover at some point but i realize i've just sprayed the room with um avon's sleep therapy which probably isn't the best thing for <laughs> someone who's trying to stay awake right so i've got a coffee on the go and trying to battle this this lavender good night pillow mist at the same time why which, was it sprayed in here because it smelled like bolognese all oh, right <laughs> and i was thinking of you and how you just you know i've got to set the right environment yeah yeah and for, for all our listeners <laughs> Yeah. Who could who could sense the bolognese. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. I'll uh, stay awake. So we recorded our first episode. Mm. Um and obviously we were we would we'd be delighted if we had just one listener. Um and we did get one. We did. We exceeded our one. We did. And I mm. won't go into that just yet, but we do have some news on on that. But we did get some feedback. So thanks to all the people who, who kindly listened. We sent this out kind of uh under the radar, so to speak. Yeah. Um, so basically, if you if you got a link to it, then you're in our special because <laughs> we didn't send it to just anyone, just the people who really, you know, highly respected um, their opinions. And we got some feedback, so I just want to quickly go through that. Um, yeah, yeah. Just before you do, can I just it just reminded me? Um, I don't know if I sent this to you. There was um, a thing on Twitter, uh, and it was a wedding invitation. And the uh, bride had put everybody into category A, B and C. So there was 30 people in category A. Right. And saying, I can only have 30 people because of COVID. So you need to reply within a week. Mm. And if any of you drop out, um, 
someone from category B will be selected to take your place. Those in category C, it's unlikely you'll get an invite, but we'd love to see you at the reception. And I thought categorising your outside the 30 people and then doing them into a B and C and then letting that be known publicly. I said that so they went on the invite. That was the so invite. So everyone knew which category yeah. they were in. And you just think if you're the last name, because there was 30 in each category, if mm. you're the last name on C, you're you're the 90th favourite friend. True. I don't think I would have gone to the reception. No. Unless it was to piss in the volleyball. But if it's, all about, <laughs> <laughs> if it's all about transparency, maybe when you get to the actual wedding, you know, reception, the actual mm. dinner, the breakfast... And, you know, when they have the board with everybody, well, the table, yeah. table play. But I mean, they have a list of people who didn't, or, you know, they didn't make it. Because then, because when you get it, you don't know where all your your friends are in the list, do you? Yeah. So yeah. that could be interesting for true, you know. Yeah. Transparency yeah, if you had openness. made it here, this is where you would have been sitting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, sorry, as ever, I interrupted. No, it's okay. Feedback. This is um, real, real feedback from real listeners, yeah. which is quite <laughs> exciting. So uh, here's the first one. Hey, Damo, finally got round to listening to podcast on Way Home. What a treat. Great. We, are. we can just use that on its own. What a treat. Four stars. Critics say. <laughs> yeah. Really enjoyed it. Make me giggle in places. Hopefully the places where mm. we wanted to be funny. Uh, also, I promise I'll never give you a blue biro, which is quite sweet. Uh, great stuff. Look forward to hearing the next one. Great work and defo keep it up. So thanks, Emily, for that. Uh, just had a listen to the podcast. Really enjoyed it. Loads of positives. You've got great chemistry. Well, another one for the... Uh, <laughs> For the post, uh, a big juicy topic to talk about. It's free flowing and doesn't sound forced or rigid. Well, that's good. Hmm. Uh, that was from Liam. Thanks, Liam. And um, I sent this to um, the person I sent this to. I said, Give us some brutal feedback, knowing full well that's the only kind of feedback yeah. you're going to get from that. <laughs> this wasn't too brutal, but it was uh, it was on the longer end for me because when um, they are over 30 to 45 minutes, I feel like I have to make time for it if that makes sense. But it does make sense. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Natalia. That's it's because people have got busy lives haven't they yeah and we don't want people taking annual leave just to book in <laughs> listening to our uh, or even putting it in the diary because it's so long and um, I, yeah and i must admit when when our first take was 64 minutes and you said i'll do the editing and you got it all the way down to 62 it was hardly brutal was <laughs> i just it? took silence out of it that's <laughs> all i did i did but, yeah i did think your reply to me is it was all gold was like yeah i think we're it's, getting a bit carried away with our own <laughs> I don't know how to edit very well yeah. yet. Yeah, that's it. But yeah. Um, so, um, so onto the section of how to start a podcast now that we're experts. I just thought I'd do a really quick rundown because I'm going to be really quick because you're probably going to be bored out your mind me talking about kit, aren't you? You're your face. You're going, please don't. In, I've told in people we've got microphones. My friends are impressed with that. What, so. just the fact we had microphones? Yeah. Okay. Well, the fact that they what were they, plugged in and How do they think it work? worked? Oh, right. I have no ability practically in, in in any form at all that's right like literally none so okay it's good job yeah microphones on angle poise are you gonna do the kit rundown for me? <laughs> right. go on you far away because i don't know what anything i'll else do really quickly we've got a couple of uh newer mic condenser mics uh yes angle poise which mark kindly demonstrated last week <laughs> um uh, we've got some XLRs running into my Tascam us uh 1608 which is basically what i use for my uh, drums because it's got so many inputs in it's far it's too much it's overkill for what we're doing mm. but it works really well uh and that essentially comes straight out usb straight into a macbook pro running garage band really really easy um then once it's all recorded we uh remove all the silence and uh export it to mp3 put it on our 
platform anchor fm and that does the rest so actually quite simple and relatively inexpensive there's a couple of extra little bits i've got for um, other bits and pieces which will um probably be introduced to people you use the word we then yeah that, that makes no sense to me whatever exactly. you've just i'm looking at all this stuff looks and good right looks nice yeah knobs the sound quality I'll, I'll go into my feedback because we're thinking of maybe doing another one this week because mm -hmm. that was part of the feedback as well in terms of having a little bit of a bank in terms of people being able to listen yeah uh, so i'll go through some of the feedback i got but we don't want to be too self-congratulatory um <laughs> why not <laughs> it's not gonna I've last been, i've been, been high as a kite since <laughs> since uh, all this feedback came in um i think it was just something that, that i'm going to give one shout out and you'll put this I, I listened to something called top flight time machine and it's it's a podcast that's got me through it's got me through lockdown and there's a guy on there called sam delaney who who shares i mean if you listen to two hours of him you'll know everything about me we share an awful lot but I must say, quite often, I was listening to podcasts today, he was doing it in the car, hmm. and the other guy was doing it. Um, Recording it in the car? Yeah, on wow. like a WhatsApp video, I think. Okay, not driving, hopefully. No, was, not driving. Was, <laughs> but I, it, was, it sounded like he was in a car, and I think okay. some of the feedback I've had is maybe with surprise with me being involved, but a professional quality. It does sound good, so fair play yeah. to you on that. That's all right, I was just a bit quiet, that's why we're... We're having yeah. noses against the mics. This I'm this trying to time. think who used to do who used to have their face basically in a mic. What was the do you know what I mean? Someone who used to what I don't know what Morrissey, I think could be well, think almost Morrissey. eating it. Yeah, Liam Gallagher's kind of pretty intimate with his mic yeah. as well, but <laughs> in, in terms of uh, singing into it, I don't know what just that. Okay, so my, we've done the my, feedback. My yeah, it was good. Um, so a little kick rundown. I'll put the links in our show notes, which I'll come to in a yeah. little bit. Um, so I, say, I think the main feedback is basically me to keep time and keep, keep a tight ship yeah. and make sure you don't run into, you know, your lengthy <laughs> monologues. Monologues, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but that's all good. Um, and also what I didn't do, and, and considering this is kind of what I've done for most of my career in terms of naming companies and products and things of various different things, I didn't actually do any research about our name mm -hmm. and... I did that afterwards, after I told everyone, this is the name of the podcast, yeah, yeah. being called I'm Fine. And I thought, oh, actually, maybe it's a good idea just to check. And I did, and obviously quite a few come up in different mm -hmm. ones. But um, uh, there are a few out there, so we, we might be quite not hard to find yet. Um, well, we actually are find, hard to find at the moment because we're not out there as much. But um, I wasn't that worried because I thought if we get a cease and desist letter... At least that's a letter. Yeah, yeah. Was my thinking. We've then so, got a mailbag item to discuss. <laughs> yeah. And we got, we got solicitors, so that that's all good. Yeah. But, um, so it's not new. I don't think we're ever claiming to, it to be a new idea. And there's no. a lot of people out there doing a similar kind of thing, which is okay. But we'll just see how we go. One's Australian, and I've listened to it, but no one can understand what they're saying. So I think we're, I think we're okay. Um, nice bit of casual racism there. <laughs> <laughs> I think well, they're, they're very enthusiastic. Yeah. And my brain just didn't, We're didn't not. welcome. We're not. <laughs> no. Um, oh, I just want one other thing on feedback. One other thing. I, I'm going to go through officially like you have, as we said in, my, in the third one. Just, But someone compared us, um, a very good friend compared us to um, Paul Whitehouse and Bob Mortimer's fishing. And I just thought that that's fairly aspirational. I think our niche is different to even maybe how we thought when we started. I think we are going to be less shock jock and more just. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned this one. I, I actually kind of felt quite comforted by it because I like that show. And yeah, it, it's nice and 
kind of relaxing and yeah like just like fishing is do you like repair shop as well not actually i don't oh, okay no it's not really my thing okay i like the bit when they cry yeah they cry but they always cry with joy i kind of almost want them to cry because they've just ruined their you know yeah great granddad's satchel or something <laughs> You know, I like just messed the stitching up or something. Yeah, but it doesn't look I'm, anything like what was brought in. It could just be something completely different, yeah. couldn't it? They just created a new item. Yeah, right? I mean, fair play to them. They're, they're, they're pretty good. But I, it's a bit like Bake Off. I like it when they drop cakes. And yeah, yeah. Just, and that's just, you know, that's that's my schadenfreude. Is that, is that right? <laughs> I think it is. I think it is. Um, so the other thing, I would just very quickly release days. And so you talk about doing a bit, you know, trying to get uh, some more recordings in. And we're talking about release days for our podcast. Mm-hmm. I actually haven't talked to you about this, so I'm going to do it now. Um, I was thinking Wednesdays and Sundays. Yeah. In, in the first instance. And um, yeah, I just realized I hadn't talked to you yeah. about that. So Today's like, Tuesday. We're having a meeting that right now about <laughs> <Yes>. this, <laughs> aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about open and, op- openness and transparency. But yeah, again, so having a business be, meeting yeah, and right expecting people to be entertained by it. Yeah, they have to be. I okay. mean, it's just... We'll send out the agenda to the, the, yeah, the, the 18 minutes. people that have listened to us. Actually, the minutes are doing themselves, aren't they? They're kind of, yeah, yeah. So we're all covered on that base. Um, right, work-life ballet. Um, we just thought we'd... So again, some some of the feedback that came back was, who you know, who actually will we, all the people we sent this to, we all know. And yeah. it might be good to know about you. But I think they were obviously thinking, you know, ahead for us and for other people. So I thought that was quite good. And actually, um, I've sent it to people I know, but they don't know you, of course. Sure. And likewise, some people you send it to don't know me. Yeah. So um, I'm talking about work-life balance, that might be good just to kind of talk about what we do, actually, for a living. I mean, there's plenty of things about us, but um, I know what you do. Okay. Me know you as well. <laughs> No, me, we, have to, you. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> we have we have yeah we have to talk about it though yeah so okay um, we don't have to have, you know we can have the full resume if you want your full origin story if you like i don't i think there's so many because i've had about 30 or 40 jobs you know, yeah we we're not going to go from there. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to keep it to the hour um i think maybe the most the other stuff will come out in time but i guess basically now i'm a personal trainer have been for about four years um and I think we're going to touch on that a little bit later, aren't we, when we talk about yes, um, certain elements of it. But yeah, I'm a personal trainer. Um, the majority of the stuff I do is weights. I'm not so much into cardio as um, training. So nearly everyone I work with works out with weights. And when we talk about uh, sarcopenia later, that weights, the importance of weights will come up. Um, and you've been working out with me for 18 months, yeah, I, think so. I guess. So, yeah, I'm a PT. Um, a little bit like Damo, I do have an interest in setting up businesses. I'm, I want to set up another business at the moment. No idea what. But as you know, my last one that you were involved with, which was... Big success. Big success. <laughs> Just, well, I don't know where you were going with that. So I thought no, I'd no, 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 no. <laughs> what I was going to say is, was growing mushrooms in a prison. Um so the next one I might do might be less less adventurous, but you're quite entrepreneurial as well, aren't you, in terms of setting up businesses yeah, and I, new ideas? Yeah, I guess I always have been. Um, we kind of touched on it last week. I kind of enjoy the... the I guess I'm a creative by, by mm-hmm. trade and started out as a graphic designer, but I... And and now, as an agency owner, having a, owned the agency for 10 years, I've, you know, I've gone from graphic designer to business owner. Mm. Um and, you, you know, there's lots of transition points in between there. Um, so, 
but yeah, I guess I think I've enjoyed the process of setting things up. Even if I'm not creatively, uh, I guess, it, or being creative through drawing or kind of, you know, brand identity mm-hmm. or kind of, you know, uh, visual things, mm-hmm. I've, I've been creative in building businesses, I guess, if that makes sense. Or, yeah. or not build, just helping building them for clients and also building my own and then any side hustles and things like that. So I guess there's always something going on in my mind that I think I could do. Some things I try, some things I don't. But I think I, I, think I really enjoy the process of that. Yeah, no, I can see grow, that. Like your mushrooms, you know, it's like, no, it is. It's a uh, that's what I get a kick out. Of yeah, something, something to come from into nothing fruition comes to something, and um, yeah. I must admit, a number of people have asked me what you do, and and in the first podcast when I mentioned that I wasn't listening to you on that article, mm. I think I've been staring at you trees for the last five or six years. When although you've done work for me and set up things for me. You didn't know, no idea what I do. I don't really know what you do. I don't... Like, in a sentence, what do you do? Or what does your business do? Yeah, well, the business is an e-commerce business, so we build e-commerce websites for okay. people. So that's what we do now. We didn't start out doing that. That might, might be why, because we've kind of started out as, as an out-and-out creative agency, mm. brand design. You made a fancy postcard for me. I did. Still got it somewhere. <laughs> have you? Yeah, we, yeah, we I keep, wonder if you could find keep it. all the good stuff. A couple of people have been asking about that. I'd like to see it. No, yeah, I've got a few copies. So we, yeah, so there, it was it was print, and I've done. I guess I've done a bit of everything, mm-hmm. um, and still interesting a lot in everything. I think that kind of uh, interests me as well. You know, I like lots of things, even though we've kind of we've specialised now. Yeah. I, I, it's good that we've, I've. Um, I guess I haven't. I haven't done the ten thousand hours no. in, in any no, one no. Di- in any one discipline within what I do. Um, which always used to bother me. Mm-hmm. Um, just thought that, that might be a the whole imposter. Yeah, well, yeah. I just think you know when, when I came out of college, I, we all had to do uh, a business card um, as part of the everyone. Everyone had to do it in our year, and I really struggled with. It, but I put on mine just demo, jack of all trades, master of none, mm. and everyone just was like, "Oh, why are you doing yourself down like that?" Mm. And giving me a real hard time. And I was like, "What?" Um, but that kind of summed me up quite well, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I still feel like that, and I don't feel I want to become, you know, the master of anything because there's there's almost too many things to. There are interesting things to kind of get yeah, yeah. into. So yeah, um, so yeah, I kind of I kind of like the being creative, but in lots of areas, whether it's music or you know things like this, you know. Okay. Um, so I guess in terms of work life balance, I mean, I've, I didn't want to go too much into the, the pandemic, but obviously we've all been impacted by that in the last half of the year. Mm-hmm. Very different for both of us. Yeah. Because I've been in a business that can keep going. Um, I guess, I don't know, how if you've obviously it's affected you because you had to stop. Yeah. I mean, I think along with a couple of them, I've got a, um, a client who is a hairdresser and we were sort of discussing it was, it was just there, there wasn't sort of any middle ground. It was just you cannot do your job. Mm-hmm. Um, the interesting thing about the financial bit was... And I know some PTs who've just, you know, been going three or four years found this very difficult. The government seemed to have been really generous in some ways. I know the furlough, I, heard, I read today, furlough in Germany is continuing to the end of 2021 right. or something. And ours is just nine weeks, I think. petering out. Mm-hmm. And um, the actual offer to self-employed looked okay on the surface. And then you got 80% of your profits from the previous financial year. Well, 
Last year, I spent a lot of money on equipment and a lot of money on, well, yeah, basically equipment. So my profits weren't that high. I then get 80% of that, and then you're taxed on national insurance. And you suddenly think, how do I survive on, I think, I don't know what I got, two grand? Mm. But I guess the, that was the cat trying to get out. I think so, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think what's happened since is that I don't think I've been affected I've got. I've had nearly every client back. The only client I haven't had back is, in fact, one of them is the hairdresser because she's obviously been mm, hit financially. Yeah. I've had one or two other people who've just, I guess, having a PT is a luxury. So, my, so it has dipped, and I haven't got the same income. But I think there's also that bit around. We've been in lockdown for X number of weeks. I need to get into a gym and work out. Mm. And I think I have been surprised from a slightly critical point of view that a lot of people have had more time to look after themselves than ever and have come back a stone heavier having not done exercise and I find it a bit of a dichotomy it's like you're basically on extended leave yeah and you decided not to exercise I mean that's coming from my point of view but now I'm up and running um yeah it's great to have people back but it was strange um so I did a lot of training for myself during that Mm. time I also kept in touch with a lot of clients just on a sort of mental health mm. bit, you know, just a yeah. text just to say how you're doing is is appreciated. Yeah, so. I mean, I, you know, I had a lot going on, but I kind of, I, I certainly missed training. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, because I did, did that two week, two, two times a week with you. But so, I, yeah, I really felt that. Someone who's not done it and then has got into it, mm-hmm. and you suddenly realise what it's like not to, not to have it. But I was thinking about this earlier in terms of what you do, because you love what you do. It's almost you do this anyway, I think. Yeah, you yeah. train and you yeah, run. Yeah. And so in terms of the work-life balance thing, you, do, you think, do you feel you're in the... Do you, I don't know, do you think about work-life balance? Is it a thing you think of? Do you believe in it? Do you have to, do you have to work on it? Do you I, not really think about it? You just, you know. I'm just... I, yeah, I totally believe in it. Um, especially around the whole sort of mental health thing about people that, you know, work is providing you know, elements of stress, either because people are having to do it at home and that's got a stress of its own or because they're under more pressure because of whatever. I think I'm in a privileged position of my enthusiasm for what I'm doing. You know, the financial gain is secondary. Um, The the first two clients I had um, lost, I think, I can't remember exactly how much, nine stone between them. But it wasn't the weight loss that it was important. It was the changes in their mental attitude, the changes in their self-confidence. Mm. So I've got a couple of transformation pictures that I sometimes bring out. But it, it's interesting. Quite often the people will go, how much happier she looks in the second. The weight loss is almost it is. secondary. It's, yeah. it's that confidence about being able to run and, and having achieved something. So I think, I mean, this sounds really cliched, but it's it's the satisfaction I get from my clients is actually worth more than the money, mm-hmm. which I know it does sound cliched and soft, but it is. And to change, and I think you are changing people's lives. I think we're going to maybe touch on it a little bit yeah, yeah. later on about, you know, your personal, you know, the effect on you personally. But mm. I think one of the things that's come out today, the government giving 50% off Slimming World and people with diabetes are now going to have shakes and soups and all this, yeah. you know, playing around the edges why aren't the government paying for gym memberships and PTs and nutritionists mm. instead of sending people to Slimming World? Yeah. Um, I'm vehemently against Slimming World, so that maybe doesn't help. But in the list of support you can get, 
no one said, here's a voucher, go to your PT and do some weight training. Here's money off a gym. It's all go to this organization like Weight Watchers or Slimming World. And I think that's a bit... to get their bikes fixed. Yeah, so you can now cycle to Weight Watchers. But yeah, yeah, no, that's... I mean, we'll come on to that later. And I'm not just knocking things for the sake of it. I just think... But I guess now it's your job. Do you ever kind of... You know, I mean, your downtime for me seems to be, you know, when I finish, you know, when I finish training with you, I go, what you do now? You go, I'm going to train. Yeah. Because, because that's what you do to relax. And so, you know, does that feel like, um, the old busman's Busman's holiday? holiday. No. And I just, yeah, I've been training people today. I went down to the track, did some sprinting, then came back and trained someone else. And no, I think it's, it's. It's a big part of my life. And also just, I mean, we will get into this again. I'm a sprinter, not a runner, and there's a big, big difference. Um, But sprinting is the only time, I think, demons and everything get laid to rest. Mm -hmm. You have to concentrate when you're sprinting because otherwise you'll fall over. Or it's really strange. I think if you're going on a 10K run, your thoughts can be whatever they want. If you're going on a 13-second run, you have to concentrate on that. So, yeah, I think... Mentally as well as physically, it's it's a, good, it's a yeah. great place. Yeah. So I guess it's the, it's the the fact that you do what you do, and the fact you, you know, you're fortunate not not to have to do what you do. Mm-hmm. Broadly speaking, although yeah. you've done lots of other things, you're probably still involved in other things. So, because I, I guess I was doing some bit of research on uh, work life balance, and it feels actually quite negative towards work. But of course, not everyone enjoys work, and you know, some people mm-hmm. aren't fortunate enough to not to do it and have to do it and often doing things that they don't want to do. So I, and I, and I guess I've always been fortunate enough to be doing something I've, I enjoy doing yeah. and want, and it was almost a, a part of my fiber and work is, I feel, you know, it's part of my fiber mm-hmm. as well. Um, so I guess from my point of view, and I guess this is what we do, you know, we do here, none of us are having, you know, we're looking around subjects, aren't we? None of us are going, well, you know, work-life balance is bullshit. And mm. it, to me, I, I, I don't, I never quite understood it. People have talked to me and said, we need to get your work-life balance sorted out. It's like, well, that's just because I work more than you and you hate your job. Yeah, yeah. But I like it. And you're telling me I should be doing less of that. And more you of don't, life. What, yeah, but just because you find it weird that I really like what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. You're then telling me how to, <laughs> so work-life balance has become a, a thing that I've had flung at me, you know, um, so I've, I've always had a reaction to it, but reading around it, I've generally just a few things I've flicked on generally is, you know, do less work, spend more time at home with your family, mm-hmm. doing all the things you enjoy. And it's like, but I enjoy work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, There's an assumption that work is win. a bad thing, isn't yeah, it? Isn't yeah. It? And I, and I kind of get it. And yes, it's, it's stressful and there's lots of challenges. However, that's the thing that I vibe on, I think, deep down when I really look at yeah. it. Of course, we'll get tired and fed up and we need a break from it. But um, so I found it quite interesting. But generally, it felt quite negative. Um, I've got a, a quote here. It says, um, I'll uh, list where it comes from. It actually comes from an HR um, kind of organisation, mm-hmm. which, I, I, which I've... There's some of these things they say I found quite weird. I'll come to it. It says, many of us struggle to achieve... Um, this at the best of times, work-life balance. A recent survey revealed that 60% of people work longer hours than they want and 24% say it's hard to relax and not think about work. A poor work-life balance can lead to stress, depression and burnout with 22% saying their job exhausts them and 22% feeling under excessive work pressure. That's fine, but I'm sure there's lots of people who might be stressed that they can't work enough or mm. 
their home life might be, you know, difficult, and mm-hmm. that might be their release. You know, there's there's always two sides yeah. to to most stories, isn't there? But even at the end of of their list of things to kind of uh, to help your work life balance, there's a bit at the end which I thought was odd for a kind of HR business who are obviously trying to look after the welfare of their of of, of any company mm-hmm. staff. Um, this is the key to work life balance, and they pick this off. Um, a guy called Tony Morrison. I'm going to put all these links in the show notes. Who wrote an article in the New York, in the New York uh, Journal or the New Yorker? Um, said whatever whatever the work is, do it well, not for the boss but for yourself. Fair enough. Make the uh, you make the job. It doesn't make you. Your real life is with us, your family, which I started to get a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's okay, you know. I get. Mm-hmm. I understand the sentiment. Um, you are not the work you do, but the person you are. And I don't, I don't know. It just felt for, for a. For an organisation that was was supporting businesses, that felt like they were just going, you know, forget work, work isn't isn't re- almost isn't real. And I, yeah. I don't know, I just find it quite negative. Um, I guess it comes down to whether you actually like working or not, doesn't it? <laughs> whether you yeah. like your job. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it's hard if you're in that privileged position that that you and I are to not. But I think I've been in enough mundane jobs and enough, you know, stressful jobs, you know, working with very high tariff prisoners and things like that has its has its own pressures but I guess there's some things around you know a work without stress is that just a hobby you know stress isn't Mm. I don't see necessarily why stress is seen as a negative you know if you're not under any stress if you're totally relaxed then you don't have you know any variation in your emotions Mm. you know I'd like to be put under stress you know when I was running today I was put under stress and pressure by someone mm. trying to run faster than me. I don't think life just has to be constant yeah. relaxing. I mean, yeah. I'm shit at relaxing. But <laughs> <laughs> and I do have a master's in HR, so I'm particularly well briefed. Now? Yeah, right. I've never done anything with it because <laughs> I would hate to work in HR just because it isn't my bag. But yes, I have sure. a master's in it. I just found that was odd for some that was supporting, you know. Yeah. But you have to work here, fine. We, you know, work isn't everything, fine. But someone was saying it's not real. Yeah. Your real life. You know, I, you know that's where I kind of start to get a little, yeah. bit, a little bit wobbly with it. It isn't that ethereal work, is it? It does <laughs> exist. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do my timekeeping bit and okay. um, move on to uh, drop and give me 20 because we haven't reached that yet. <laughs> it's only episode two, I know. But... Um, which is kind of you know, what we're going to reserve for, uh, for pearls of wisdom from okay. the, from from your world, I guess. Because um, the, the the losing muscle mass with age was was something totally new to me mm-hmm. in terms of you telling me that that's that's what happens, and I, I've been quite interested in that. Um, and now you have to work harder to keep that. It was, it was, yeah. it was fascinating, but um, I like, think, like you said, it's a big subject. We yeah, time, I think we're we definitely going to do a deep dive on it. It's something that I feel. And, and again, got to put my hands up. My master's in HR hasn't prepared me to talk about muscle wastage. But um, again, a lot of, I think one of the things maybe we need to do as a health warning, a lot of the stuff we're giving out here is either anecdotal or personal experience. It yeah. isn't coming from, you know, a scientific background. But the whole thing about muscle wastage is, is it is a fact. And I think when we do a deeper dive on it, what I would like to examine is... I have a feeling that there's a, a, a notional aging process that people adhere to. So you get to a certain age and you do a certain thing. About three quarters of my clients are women and they're all doing weightlifting and they've all come across 
from friends and colleagues things like, oh, you're going to get really bulky. Like, no. Um, isn't that strange? Don't you like jogging? It's almost like you're having to yeah. explain why you're doing weightlifting. Yeah, weight, working with weights, resistance training is the most effective thing to um, address the aging process. It is more effective than going for a run or going for a swim in terms of things like bone density. Mm -hmm. You can only do that through resistance. So I think we need a deep dive. But the point that we were touching on just before we started recording was that I thought I'd like to turn it on you and say two things really, I guess. Why did you, what, what made you come to me as a personal trainer? I, knew, I know we knew each other, but mm -hmm. what made you make that decision? And like, from just from a personal perspective, what has changed for you? Not in terms of some sort of sales pitch that I'm, you know, <laughs> the panacea yeah. for all ills, but... I got I a mean, free shirt. Oops, yeah. <laughs> should I not say that? <laughs> <laughs> but um, You always tell me not to say that. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, just, I mean, I guess just in feedback of, yeah. you know, anecdotally, what's it done for you, I guess? I mean, I... Not because you're gonna. I didn't know you, you were gonna kind of bring that up. But recently, I was thinking that I was always very active as a kid. Mm -hmm. All I can remember doing is either being on my bike, playing cricket, or playing football, or you know, being forced to play rugby. It was always you know that's all I kind of did that and and and, and painted or drew pictures and stuff. So then, then I kind of realised my kind of twenty. I guess looking for what you come out of you know come out of university looking for a job and. I guess for me, it, that all stopped. I, di I didn't carry, I didn't do any kind of physical activity through university. That was probably mm. one thing. I'm not really one to get involved in, although I did team sports. Yeah. I guess that was through school. You're there anyway. I wasn't mm. one to go out and find no, no. Um, new friends or whatever, you know. So I got at college that did, didn't really kind of appeal to me. Um, and then I realized through my maybe 20s and start my 30s, I, you know, I didn't really do any any physical stuff. And I think that's, taking its toll on me and getting to kind of you know late the starting to play football that's where we met playing yeah. playing football it's kind of in my late in my late thir mid late 30s and started getting back into the stuff I really enjoyed again. and then I felt the benefits of that mm -hmm. uh, although it hurt a lot more than yeah. it used to do um and then having kind of spoken to you and you know um I don't know it was all certainly weights was always quite alien to me all I remember is my brothers buying weights from Argos yeah and there was always there was always dumbbells around but it was it was something I never the big gold I used plastic to... <laughs> things full of plaster of Paris yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to kind of do it and it's just it's just boring isn't it? it's just yeah boring yeah. And, and difficult um so so I was always very wary I'd never really lifted I'd never done any of mm -hmm. that stuff it's all as you know it's all very alien to me but yeah I think I don't know I think it's just that I just felt I needed to try and do something um and I think you talked about you know, how you thought it would benefit me in terms of my sedentary job, mm -hmm. sitting in front of a, a mm. laptop for most of my life. Um, and working on, on the functional things, which yeah. is also, which I've found a huge benefit of. And I guess just doing it and working at, you know, realising that very quick, actually very quickly, you can, you can feel the benefit in the everyday yeah. stuff, you know, like picking up your socks, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yeah, you don't make socks. so many noises. Yeah. <laughs> um, or just reaching, just just silly thing, reaching for things, or your, your back a twinge, or hmm. you know, sitting at my desk, or going on my bike, or whatever it is. So, um, so I think I just saw all the benefits of just feeling stronger, or, or you know, generally. Um, and then, you know, we've kind of worked on the kind of the, the nutrition and stuff as well, yeah. a little bit as well, and seen the benefit of that. So, 
Um, see, I've, I've seen real, really big benefits and I really enjoy it. And it's become a, like I said, when you weren't doing it, I really missed it. Yeah. Then. And um, yeah. so it's become actually a really important part of, you know, sometimes I, you know, admittedly have to drag myself there and, you know, I have to stop myself texting you going, I can't, yeah. you know, but I go and then when I'm there, we get into it. And, yeah. You know, I, I can't remember how many times I've got there and said, I almost didn't make it today. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, it, you know, I'm always very glad that I did. Um, I mean, I think there's two, when I was thinking about asking you that question, there was two things that came to my mind. One is, is, and don't take this as a criticism, is that I did find I am too competitive by anyone's standards. I accept that, and this will come out during future podcasts. But like the fact that I've taken up tennis to try and get in the top 20 in the UK next year. Um, yeah. But... but um, I did find it quite strange training you in the early days when I'd be going, right, we're going to do this bench press and this is a PB and you're going, I don't really give a fuck what it is. I'm just going to lift eight. And on one occasion, I said, I want you to lift eight. And I went, two more. And you just went, no, I've done eight. And it was like, (laughs) I'm just sticking to the contract. And there was, you didn't have um, really an enthusiasm to go beyond and now no. we've done things where you're suddenly lifting big weights and getting a pride from that and um yeah I, yeah definitely an excitement yeah. about it and i think the other thing which is worth and we maybe go into this on another occasion but um the body composition scales that i use with my clients yeah. we've used with you and i think we've turned around your metabolic age by about 15 years i mm. think haven't we reduced yeah. it by 15 years because you were older your body was older than your real age and now (laughs) now we've we've dipped below your real age which i think yes that's a measurable difference 15 years it's a it's a big achievement yeah and it's quite a worry when you realize how you know what it was and and where where you are but um yeah no i'm not competitive no well you know not not in i guess the true sense well you weren't in that first set this morning (laughs) (laughs) i was hopeless i thought you were gonna cry i could did you? Yeah. <laughs> so you want me to? You smashed two aces past me. Almost, like, I've never done two points. aces past anyone. No, I think they were pretty. I think they were consecutive as well. Yeah, I really get too. Just at my lowest ebb, yeah. decided to twist the knife. I had to make a client and friend feel welcome. <laughs> yeah. but, um, no, but I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't go away and beat myself up. No. I, I think I get a little bit of okay. That's a mark, and I've. I'm, I'm improving. Yeah. The process. Back to the process again. I enjoy the. I enjoy the process, not sure. necessarily the the fruits of, yeah, yeah. Of, of, of the thing but um but no i've definitely found a benefit from it and um uh, yeah and i think uh it'd be good to cover a bit more of it really um i did you go to b&m okay so <laughs> i had um i have got something from b&m it wasn't i was hoping for a sign off weren't we we were going to look for a instead of at the end take care or love you that we're going to talk for love you's all right yeah yeah love you's fine mm. but i just thought if they if b&m or the range could come up with something um the one i was going to use as the sort of like final i'll bring it up now as you asked it was i think this needs unpacking it was love you to the fridge and back <laughs> and okay. i just thought you know really what the fuck like what does anyone go oh really yeah do you what? buy that for someone? It was a pound. It was that temporary. It was temporarily out of stock. It was a fridge magnet. 
love you to the fridge and back and i'm just thinking what so saying i mean love you to the moon and back is the normal one and even that i guess that means it's a long way so i love you a lot i get that yeah but the fridge if we're doing it on mileage or distance is very close i love you 12 foot and back yeah 24 tops i love the contents of the fridge yeah that maybe that's what it was alluding was to it, i love the i love yeah i love going to the fridge and eating more than i love you don't know is that Maybe. Well, I love you as much as I love... Uh, yeah, it's, it's just... You're cold and immobile, so I love you, <laughs> like a fridge. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just felt B&M could have done better. Yeah. I love you to the fridge and back. But, and, and I don't think that's going to catch on as our, as yeah. our closing credits. So I might, ju- I might just say love you. <laughs> I think we'll stick with that. Your light only comes on when I open you. Yeah. No, I know. That's, that's weird. When you open my doors, my light, <laughs> my life lights up. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, that's, that would make a better yeah. poster, wouldn't it? Okay, was it on wood? Or was it... Oh, fridge magnet. Fridge oh, magnet. you said yes. yes yeah. Yes. So no, because wood not being magnetic. Yeah, right. I did forget that. Oh, I guess it could be with a magnet detail. on the back. Yeah. <laughs> could have been. Um, you haven't seen the... Uh, I know you obviously tore me a new one for my Prosecco, how classy people get wasted yeah. this week. But you haven't been to the... You haven't been to our toilet yet. No. Our downstairs loo. Do you want to got... save me there? Um... No, I want you to see it. Do you want me to uh, nip out now <laughs> during like, the podcast to come back? I can do, I can. No, don't edit the silence. No, we'll just sit. Okay, I'm going to, re- where is your downstairs toilet? No, you're going to have to find the light, you won't, it's just under the stairs. Okay. Do you really want to? I'm going to go quickly. Now, I mean, I think. Do you need to go? This has been, no, I don't need to go. Okay. I don't. It's been 43 minutes, are you sure? I, do, I, I, don't, I don't think there's been as many laughs in this one as last week. No. And I think. I think people would appreciate a bit of action. Some light relief. Yeah. <laughs> and I can sprint <laughs> A bit there. of action, did you say? A bit of, yeah. I love you to the downstairs limb and back. <laughs> You're taking the piss. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm off. Are you going, uh, could you have to tell you where the light is? No, I'll find it. It's dark. It's on the... It's where you think it shouldn't be. Um, hmm. really should paint this room i actually need to get the ceiling plastered so if any so anyone yeah so back. you know when i said i didn't need to know where the light is you can't you literally can't find it it's, it's like a fridge <laughs> <laughs> i thought it would come on when i opened the door but it didn't what do you do you does your toilet do that does it come on automatically i've got a cupboard you, that does but not a toilet okay so i'm no different to you no i'm gonna have to press pause aren't i yeah Meanwhile, back in the living room. So, what did you think? I'm not over-impressed, to be honest. Better than that one. Yeah, it is better than that one. So what does it say? Um, It's all shits and giggles till someone giggles and shits. Yeah. It's the perfect place for it, isn't it? The bin would be the perfect place (laughs) for it. harsh. (laughs) Or back to B&M. It's harsh. Okay. Okay. Um, should we should so we delve that, should we delve into a mailbag next time when people send these in because I have had one sent in already. What a mail, uh, one email. Yeah, like correspondence well, oh, oh, on a on a B and M or range. Yeah, but I've got that one. I'll keep that one up my sleeve. If we get a couple more, we yeah, can make a feature of it. Slot, there's a little slot in here in my running order for that. So, yeah, go for it. Yeah, I'm not going to go for it now. I need no, two no, or I three, know, but I, I've got yeah. I've got one already. Okay, it's been quite a bulging mailbag. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's too much. Oh, what I was going to do very quickly was just talk um, stats because I didn't do that, did I? Into, you know, we were after one one listener, weren't we? Mm-hmm. I didn't. So the official numbers are we've had 20 plays of this. I've played it 18 times, though. So. <laughs> right. I knew you'd do that. <laughs> I knew you'd burst up before. <laughs> it says estimated audience 20. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't send it. Really. Okay. You didn't send it to 20 people? No, I didn't. No, I haven't got 20 friends. No, <laughs> so that's, that's promising. Um, yeah. Um, so that's almost it for this episode. I'm, being, I'm keeping time and keeping it short because people will get bored. Uh, that's almost it for this episode. Well done for getting this far and thanks for listening. All links and references to what we talked about here will be in our show notes. And now we have a home on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. You're asking about the socials. Mm. We've got socials. Let's hear stuff. Yeah. Um, so why not give us a follow? Just punch in our username at I'm fine cast. That's for everything. Um, in the next episode, we'll be talking about... <laughs> Mark mentioned getting attacked at Sunday League uh, in the last episode, so I thought we'd try and pick that. You look worried about that. I'm just wondering which one to pick. Oh, right, there's there's a handful. There's, there's more than a handful. So Mark will be talking about one of the incidents where <laughs> he was attacked at Sunday League football and it was women's football as well wasn't it yeah yeah um and we'll also talk about one thing on everybody's lips coronavirus i didn't think about that when i wrote that <laughs> one thing, one thing on everyone's lips. lips i should have done how but you get the idea yeah um but that's it we'll um we'll catch up on sunday great looking forward to it all right love you <laughs>